Hello there, I'm John Oliver, and uh, before we start the show tonight, I would like to quickly address the tragic events in Orlando. As I'm sure you know by now, at least 50 people were killed by a gunman at a gay nightclub in what is being described as a terrorist attack. And look, it's still early, and details are still emerging, and right now, this just hurts. If you're pre-born, you're fine. If you're preschool, you're fucked. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. Our enemies are innovative and resourceful, and so are we. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from orbit. It's the only way to be sure. There is a separate, there is a separation of church and state. There is not a separation of faith and politics. <laughs> oh, wait, you're serious. Let me laugh even harder. <laughs> God created a perfect world. He created everything in six days, just a few thousand years ago. You serious? Like the sound thing. So yeah, like, how many years can you hear out of three? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we're back. We're back. Hey, everybody, how's it going, kid? How you feeling? Jesus Christ! Drink water. Yeah, yeah, that's what. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. I was sitting you here. You gotta stay liquid. I was sitting here the day before we were gonna record. I think. Yeah, that was. We're going back a week now. Yeah. And, well. Um, I woke up, everything was fine. Yeah. And then I... Hey, can you change that to showing the time instead of the beats? Why does that bother you? Yeah, it drives me insane. Okay. Is it here? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't yeah, actually gone yeah. into GarageBand and done anything except import the audio settings that we had from the old ones. So yeah, I know. the same. Because, like, I didn't even turn off the fucking mixer from last time, so... <laughs> That was that was two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks. No, ago. it wasn't. That it was only it was only two weeks ago. So I'm sitting here, as you do. Yeah. And Ellen comes to the door to talk to me, and I turn my head, and then all of a sudden I had this shooting pain, like firing like shish kebab flames, needles, like side of my face. face. <laughs> um, and it and it shot from. Just above my left shoulder blade, through the base of my skull, and I couldn't. I couldn't turn my head. That sucks. And I still feel a little bit of it, um, but Ellen and I. We, she sat down with me. I, I put a heating pad on there, one of those disposable ones. I had to put a scarf on to hold it in place because yeah. it's one of those big butterfly ones that they really should put an adhesive strip in the middle of it, but they don't. So scarf. 75 degrees girls will look at me like i'm a fucking moron I'm like <laughs> you are right so that didn't really help being in the shower didn't help the aspirin all of that together didn't and i use aspirin when i when i mean like aleve or yeah. or advil or whatever Just take 10 aleve yeah six is what i was up to anyway i didn't take that one pill i have left um, which is good because it would have done nothing. Yeah. So I did some some research um, on causes because it started to spread 
And Ellen sat down with me and we went over all the stuff going on. And it, I had no overriding big like stress thing. Like when I would, I, my normal stress spot is just between my spine and the inside edge of my right shoulder blade. Yeah. And that is my, that's your, you yeah. have to do something like, oh, you're going to play your first show in front of people or you've got a show at the Middle East or it's all about being in front of people. Really? Yeah. The first museum show, like I had to go to the doctor. It hurt that bad. Um, but then after the show, it like magically disappeared. But this, I had nothing. So I did some research and um, I compared symptoms and things. And so I had like a headache. I was tired, blurry vision. My knees were achy, yeah. like, like painfully achy. And um, what happens when you're dehydrated is the muscles start to quote unquote dry out? Yeah. So they get really taut, and you can't stretch them. They're tight, like a tiger. Like a tiger, uh, smoking a pancake. <laughs> um, and um, so, no matter how much you stretch, they're still just going to fucking hurt. Yeah. So I think what I have right now is this, like, like every now and then, um reminder that i tried to stretch yeah i drank i drank a lot of water do you not typically Um, drink a lot of water during not straight regular water no to keep but in the stuff that i do eat and drink like i love cucumbers and salad and that's a lot of water and cucumber and a lot of water and watermelon that kind of thing it's in the name yes um water cumbers i do drink all my bath water as you do well yeah (laughs) Otherwise, it's just wasting it. Yeah. But this is what I think happened. Um, it's been, our, our upstairs doesn't vent well. So heat rises up, gets trapped upstairs. Um, and it was, it was it, it's been warm yeah. uh, off and on leading up to the, that, that day. And I had done a bunch of stuff at work where I was just like the air conditioner shuts off. Then it goes up to 85 degrees inside the building. And I'm in the theater trying to wrestle seat backs back on in semi-darkness, trying to get two bolts to fit. And I'm just dripping. And then the girls had their uh, poetry day, and like I soaked down like mid-chest. It was that warm in the gym. So I had a lot of sweating. I had also ridden the bike, and I, I had done a lot of stuff. And I had yeah, you just didn't yeah. replenish any of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fucked up. I didn't even I didn't even realize it was happening. Yeah. But I can tell like when my vision is a little weird. Like like right now, I feel like I have Paris Hilton eye because this eye just feels droopy. Got this weird. cum in it. <laughs> no, that's hair. Paris Hilton hair. <laughs> oh man. This hair in your cum. <laughs> Just gets worse. Change the subject. That is the worst Reese's peanut butter cup <laughs> I've ever heard of. So it said you start to feel a little better. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. So, I'm hearing the porn version of the Reese's peanut butter commercial. <laughs> <sighs> We're not going to. No, no, no. no. Um, so I read dehydration, drink water. I went and drank water. I got it from the cooler and it was like cold, very cold. Our, our cooler has hot water and cold water, except it's not technically 
hot and cold. Mm. It's it's even if you have perfect teeth, this will hurt. Yeah. And this will melt a soda bottle if you put it in there. I actually had this a soda bottle where, yeah, you could make ramen. Speaking out of, of the soda, can I go steal right a out. soda? Yeah, there should be one left. Okay, keep talking um, to the people. Okay, I will. Do you so, want one? Uh, I don't think there's any more cold ones, but I have, I have some stuff. I'm okay. okay. Thank you. So, where was I? You were talking the about water, the water, right? So, I get this, I get a big old cold glass of water, and I figure that'll be refreshing. And I drink it down because I realize I have to drink a whole bunch because I got to replenish because I can't take the pain and I gotta I gotta get past it. And then as I'm as I finish drinking the giant glass of cold cold water, I read that um, it's best when you're dehydrated to drink room temperature water so you don't shock your system. So that was awesome. Um, so I mixed a little bit of hot with the cold and made it more room temperature. And I just, I, I drank probably nine glasses of water. So I get to make a I joke would, about you swallowing protein now? Is that it? I would be the dumb asshole that would like overhydrate and have to go to the hospital for that after <laughs> dehydrated. I just can't get the balance right. <laughs> he drowned. <laughs> Pierce is going to be the first guy to drown in a parking lot. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, you remember Community, right? Uh-huh. Do you remember the episode where Abed went on a date with the nope. girl that was in the coat check room? Nope. Oh. Well, that's the girl that they're talking about to play Captain Marvel. She was in It Follows. I like her. I think, I think um, she'd be good. I think I stopped watching that show, and I didn't, like, say, oh, fuck this show or anything. Right. I just didn't watch. Yeah. Um... Probably sometime after the second paintball episode. Oh, like sometime after that. Sometime. Yeah, there was there um, there was um. There's a season that they refer to as the gas leak year, um, which is when just stupid crazy shit happened. Yeah. Apparently, um, but yeah, I thought it ended pretty well. Yeah. So anyway, um, what are we doing, X Men? Um, yeah, I saw Nice Guys too. Yeah, that's a weird cast. I don't. I wouldn't expect that to work. Ryan, what's his name? Gosling, Gosling yeah. and um, what the fat guy? The fat. Guy. <laughs> the fat mind. Dom DeLuise. Yeah. No, it was pretty funny. Yeah. It really was. I. I was. It, it was. It was funny. It was. Uh, um, yeah. What I, is it about? What, it, what? It's. It's just a crazy LA story about you know just. Um, you know, bad guys in L.A. and these two, you know, one of them's a shitty detective with a smart-ass daughter. And she doesn't play it like cutesy, sitcom-y, smart-ass. Like, you actually like her. Okay. You know? Who, and she's who is a, that? The kid. I don't even know the kid's yeah. name. Okay. Uh, but that's Ryan Gosling's daughter. Ryan Gosling is really funny. Physical comedy stuff. Good huh. stuff. It wasn't one of those things where the funny bits are, like, all in the trailer. Uh. Okay, um, okay. And why can't I think of the other crow? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Yeah. Um, he got big. Yeah. You know, he's just like on the Val Kilmer diet. Was, that, was that for the role, do you think? Because he's generally I don't know, because pretty... it didn't. Say, I mean, you could say, you know, he's like an aging sort of, you know, yeah. enforcer kind of guy. But it was um, it was it was pretty funny. I, I enjoyed it. And it's this weird story about the auto industry and pornography and um huh. 
but yeah, I I laughed. It was it wasn't slapsticky, but it was ge- it was genuinely funny. It was good okay. Shane Black stuff. I have to um, apologize. I've been yawning since four o'clock. <laughs> it's ten. 10.30, almost 10, 11. 11, 11 yeah. o'clock, yeah. So um, it's 60 past 10. Exhausted. Yeah, pretty much. So, um, yeah, I thought it was I thought it was really, really funny. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I did not enjoy the two older women who talked during the movie, so mm-hmm. I gave them five minutes. And then yeah. in my little way, I there were about five, about five seats down. Yeah. And I asked them, I said... I just need to plan. Are you going to talk the whole time? <laughs> or. And then I was just quiet. <laughs> and and they, they just kind of looked up at me as if to say, there's another person here. And then one yeah. of the, one of them said, Oh, and I just turned around, and walked away and they were done. Oh, Good, because I hate to have to look at two older women and go, "Shut the fuck up." Oh, I have no problem with that. You know, it's you know, it's bad enough doing that in church. <laughs> I don't go to church. No. Sometimes I walk into a church, <laughs> yell that, and then leave. <laughs> um, but the um, <laughs> but you can't always do that. Nova, um, Nova um, is, is, <laughs> did that. Is writing. She's writing a. A thing like I'm doing with the with like a fake Necronomicon thing, and um, she wrote some lines and she made them up. The first line is the only one I remember, and it's it says, "From the ashes of time," and then it keeps going. And yeah, then she has five rows of notebook lined paper. Yeah, all small like like quarter inch by quarter inch symbols all the way across that she's creating so i told her this weekend i'm gonna line out two pages like a spread in in my book and i said i want you to do symbols just top to bottom fill both pages i said i'll ink them out and then that'll look like a crazy person wrote something. So um, she was beside herself, like I get to draw on your books. When um, now, where the demon that she's going to yeah. to, to, to raise? Yes, where's where are you going to put the demon? Like chain in the backyard? I mean, I'm going to send them to the bank. Okay, good. Yeah. All right, I good. think that's the smartest thing to do. Yeah, right? that's yeah, that's true. You know how you get rid of them? Huh. I don't believe in you. <laughs> oh yeah. Poof. Yeah, that's true. So, all right. So, X Men. X Men. Um, spoiler. It was, spoiler alert. Yeah. It was an X Men movie. It was. It was. Yeah, better it was. Than, it was better than Days of Future Past. Well, Days of Future Past suffered from like, oh, what the fuck? We're in the past. We're in the future. It's dark. It's that. Like, it's oh, it's an extra set left over from the third Matrix movie. And like, okay, all that weird shit's going on. And Juno's got her hands on Wolverine's head. And yeah. um, fine, whatever. Um, but this was, this was fine. Yeah. As long as, like, there wasn't, there wasn't any time jumping, really. Well, there was you know? one huge skip, but well, that, you know. That, that was fine. Yeah. yeah. So, um I think Days of Future Past and Apocalypse should have each been two movies. Set it up and then knock it down. Yeah, okay. I um but you, but you know what is is wrong with that though? Hmm. They can't they're if they were in the Marvel universe, 
they yeah. could do it because they could pull it off. Okay, that team yeah. could pull it off. I really just wish, and I say this after, I just say it all the time, mm. just get all the Marvels, just... Get your house in order. Get it all in order. <laughs> get it into get it into Disney. They're doing yeah. it the right way. It's not even Disney. Okay? No, it's, it's just Kevin, like Kevin gets Figgy. Figgy. Okay? Yeah. Just let him do it. Yeah. And Disney, I'm sure, will open up the checkbook. Yeah. Because, and I'm sure that it'll be the only time in the history of checks uh-huh. that it'll they just say it'll just zero. say all <laughs> they'll give them all the money and then they're going to make it back like cuz this, will be, the, this will be the title of the movie it'll be avengers versus x-men yeah and everybody will go <gasps> and then right. they'll pass out dead because i would love to see the hulk fight wolverine right yeah and there's there's just because it's so it much happen. of it is... It will. It will happen because they'll realize that, you know what, we've run out after Infinity War. They're going to be like, yeah. all right, um, yeah. what are we going to do now? See, up until Civil War, it was, uh, this probably isn't going to happen. But Spider-Man set a precedent of sharing. So if, if they just share, we'll be fine. Yeah. Because I would really, really like to see... Iron Man, Star Lord, and Deadpool have a conversation. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? See them sitting around eating shawarma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be that would be amazing. Yeah, that would be great, and it's totally doable. Yep, totally doable. Yep. Um, yeah, so good. Um, but it was. I mean, it was. I didn't find myself going what the fuck's going on i didn't find myself going oh this is boring mm. i was like all right this is perfectly fine yeah i did uh, i have a couple issues let me go on first my biggest issue was apocalypse's timing okay i am going to gather my horsemen i'm going to address the entire world I'm going to build a new paradise in Cairo and I'm going to do all this stuff, basically alerting all of the superheroes to where I am. Yeah. And then I'm going to lay prone while these four (laughs) dummies try to handle shit and I try to steal Xavier's body. Yeah. See, you know what, though? The timing on his plan was idiotic. He should have walked out there slaughtered them all he had to do basically all he really needed to do was just keep walking and keep slaughtering people he okay cut three and his heads off with sand right and the only thing he would really need to do which you learned is just stay hydrated throughout the whole thing exactly you know? so yeah. the force the four water boys of the apocalypse i really think is all he needs but i gotta tell you though what's really interesting is i'm watching that movie and i'm watching olivia munn and just remembering her from attack of the show where she was just that hot chick who talked about video games and it was just like and and on the daily show where she she acts kind of dumb but isn't right but you just kind of, it's almost like your kid's sister going yeah. looking and going yeah. all right you go all right yeah. you do and i was like sort of like proud of her because she didn't embarrass herself she no. looked fantastic she looked 
she this did this, a great job. This X Men movie above all others except First Class. That First Class me, I thought was great. That stands on its on its own separate. This movie finally was not afraid of the costumes. Yeah. Yeah, and which Psylocke is great is because the perfect example. Of yeah, that. and then you and you've got Wolverine coming out because so you could yeah. theoretically the next time you see Wolverine, show him since you're almost sort of starting shit over again in a weird way, mm. you could almost just let him have the comic book costume. It was in a deleted scene. Oh, was it from the Wolverine? Was it really? Yeah, yeah. Freaking brown and, and yellow helmet, like almost black. And yeah, yeah, I'll show you a picture later. It's, it's it was cool. a, he's on the plane at the end and he opens up the case and it's the gloves and the and the helmet. That sounds vaguely familiar. He needs yeah. to fucking wear that. It's been like 15 years. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, but I liked his scene. Yeah, yeah. where did yeah. you see it in the theater? Yeah, yeah. I um, I did watch it twice. I I, I watched it and then I'm like, uh, you know, I'm mm, uh, I need I need to, to talk about it. I need to watch it again because the first time you see it, you're always like trying you're just to trying to follow the story. Everything. Yeah, yeah. But the second time around, like I could focus a little more on like what Apocalypse was doing and how he was moving yeah. around and and how he was working people together. I thought they the, the problem. I have with X-Men as a movie as opposed to a comic book is the movie tries to make it way too emotional and I don't give a shit. Do you know what I wish they would? Oh, do you know what scene was amazing? Yeah. What's the scene I'm talking about? Killing him with the, with the, with the necklace. Yeah. The scene with the, with the daughter yeah. and, and that scene, yeah. that had to be one of the best, like, but he doesn't need that motivation. No, no, no. I know that. But I'm just saying that as a scene, yes. in terms of X-Men movies, just like, yes. oh, my God, that was such a human yes. scene. That was but then, so but great. But then you ask the question, what cop brings a bow and arrow to an arrest? Well, they didn't want real weapons because he could, you know, he could manipulate the weapons. <laughs> okay. That's That's, that's why. I didn't think of that. Yeah, I that's, really didn't yeah, think that, of that. Yeah, that, that's why. I'm just like, oh, okay. You know, so. Like, the arrow fires and I'm like. <laughs> what what fucking year is this? You know, you know, thirteen twenty. Someone, Jeremy, <laughs> damn it! <laughs> I told you to leave it at home. No, yeah. but they didn't want any like guns because he could just you know fuck with their guns. Yeah. So, but um, but I thought, have, but that yeah. was one of those things where it was where you just felt it was like tense. Yeah. Tense. But you didn't need it. He's already angsty enough. You know. I am. I want to see an X Men movie, and I know that a big part of the whole X Men movie is, you know, mutants, and it's about acceptance and tolerance and stuff like right, that. Right. Okay, but it wouldn't be a bad idea. Once I think, right. um, you know, let's let's maybe grind a different axe. Yeah. You know, do they I mean, all that can, that need- can still be in the background? But this one didn't even fucking Nightcrawler dressed as Michael fucking Jackson. <laughs> Which was awesome. He you know, was right? great. Yeah. Um, walks out of a movie theater in a mall and nobody bats an eye at the blue demon. Right. So the acceptance is fine. Yeah. And yeah. I got to tell you, I, I like this Quicksilver better than the yes. MCU Quicksilver. Yes. He's, he's got... He's... Pro- 
<laughs> based off of the little bit that I've seen, I think he would even be a better Flash than the uh, movie Flash that we're going to get. Yeah, I'm not thrilled about that. The- but I got to see him. I got to. I got to. I got to be fair. And wait. The dirty hippie flash? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking Batman will tell him to grunge, shave. Them. Grunge flash? Yeah. I watched this. Um, More like flush. <laughs> it was. Uh, I saw this um, this cartoon where Flash races Superman around the world. Yeah. Have you ever seen that? I think so. Animated thing. It was pretty funny. It was pretty good. It wasn't funny. It was, it was just kind of fun. Mm. And then I've seen the meme where, like, Batman shows up. Yeah. And it's just like Flash yeah. and Superman look at him. He's like, I'm Batman. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would probably give it a C plus if I was grading it. It's okay. Yeah. I think uh, having watched them all, I think First Class is the best characterization, the best realized. Yeah. The, and the, le- the, the best of the um, movies where you're not watching it and you're like oh hey look it's that person it's that actor it's that actor yeah i really liked um them bringing in um sophie turner for gene gray yeah she She did a really good job this was the first movie where like she was powerful yeah like legitimately and they teased phoenix and that yeah that was that was a great shot too that was almost as great like i gotta say in terms of like comic book shots that we've gotten this year so far anything from deadpool um (laughs) um but i think that the um the shot of superman standing over batman in the batmobile okay that shot that's a good shot the one that this Calvin and Hobbes picture uh, yeah. parodies. Yeah, yeah. And then um, the Iron Man, Captain America shield, you know, oh, okay. thing, that I, close up where they're like, where Iron Man's got the, yeah. you know, I, that also, shot. Also from that one, it's a giant man grabbing Iron Man in the air. And you're looking down at the whole thing. Oh, uh, yeah. And he's reaching toward the camera. Uh, that is like straight off a cover kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and then... And then that shot of Jean Grey up with yeah. the Phoenix and, and all that. And it was uh and it was vague enough that like if you right. weren't looking for it, you wouldn't have seen it. And again, right. I'm not a big comic book guy, but even I saw it and yeah. I was just like that it it looked nice. That's yeah. a that's a um that's a, like a desktop kinda Yeah. You know, that's but a wallpaper. That's how you set stuff up. Yeah, you no, and it was great. Just, you can't just drop a character at with a stinger at the end of the movie and then oh here he is for the next one what was the stinger at the end there was the this one was the essex corporation which nobody oh uh, yeah that's right so they're teasing mr sinister which he really needs to be developed like apocalypse needed to be developed like he should have been like thanos working in the background yeah of the last movie Whatever, but that's fine. Speaking of Thanos, um, I'm kind of in the middle of rewatching Guardians. Okay, and um, I rewatched Thor, the first Thor movie. Yeah, and I paid a lot of attention to Loki. Yeah, um, because I didn't before. Okay, you know, not that I didn't, but right. it was one of those like I've seen this movie enough that I can really pay attention to Loki because he's such a great character. Yeah, and just sort of watching like motivation and stuff like that, and to see that he's just not. You know, it really comes from him just being like, you know, daddy didn't love me. Yeah. You know, or so, thinking. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so 
And that movie is a little, I mean, it's not my favorite, yeah. but it, it's a good, it's a good filler. You know, you get a little yeah. bit of, you get a little bit of, you know, Clint Barton in there. You get a, you know, you get some Colson. Yeah. This next one though, looks like it could be crazy. <laughs> the Ragnarok one. Yeah. Yeah. That could be. Yeah. It's getting a nice. lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of buzz. Jeff Goldblum's going to be in it. Right. That's crazy. Um, I also watched. I just can't see him as a big bad guy. I can. <laughs> can you say so? Like uh, Thor? What do you like? Like so? I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> um, I um, I finally saw finally because I never got a chance to watch the whole thing. I finally saw all of the Hateful Eight. Oh, okay. So I actually bought the DVD. Yeah. Have you Have you seen it? Yeah. I loved it. Did you? I really did. It was I it I loved the tension. I just I thought it was great. I thought it was too long. Oh, I, that's what I liked about it. There was I the, loved the, these the, characters. The, I love spending time with these characters. I I it felt indulgent. Well, it's Quentin Tarantino. Of course it's going to be a little indulgent. And I like all of it felt like I'd seen it before. Uh, that- we all right, We have this conversation about Quentin Tarantino every single time. We know yep. he pulls from other stuff. We yeah. know. So, yes, we know that you've seen it before. Of course we've seen it before. Okay? And why would you film a movie in, like, super 70-millimeter Panavision? In one room. Yeah. I know. There are some beautiful There really are shots. some beautiful shots. But, but I um, I thought that same exact thing. It was it was a terrible movie to try to bring seventy millimeter back with. I don't think he was trying to bring it back. Yeah, I he just was, he was. That's that's. I, no, I no, mean, no, I think no, he. No. I've I've read the really? interviews and I've talked to people um, that have worked in and around Boston Light and Sound, and I've I've. You know. But he knows it's not going to happen. No, I mean, you might get really a few wants it specials. He, he might get. A, he wants every theater to have a film projector. But what he doesn't realize is that they're not fucking making them. They're not making film anymore. Yeah, exactly. So that's that's. You might get. You know, you'll get a couple in New York. You get what? What was how many? How many places did that play in seventy millimeter around Boston? Two. No, I don't know. Because it played, like I think, in Coolidge Corner, and I can't even think of where else it played uh, in Somerville. Massachusetts. Somerville. Somerville, yeah. So, yeah, it gives some. That may some, actually be the one I'm thinking of, actually. Mm. But um, I think he knows the business well enough to know that you know he's going to show seventy millimeter to his friends in his, you know, at his house. Yeah, but it, they spent so much money getting those projectors going, and it just yeah. did not make it back. <laughs> That's all right. I think they all just need to realize, like, like for a long time, uh, the guys in ILM fought uh, computers. Yeah. And a couple of them learned it and then went to the other guys and said, no, this is this is a good tool. Yeah. So being it just seems that that they're afraid of digital for some reason and see the thing I, is I though understand but you know, tarantino's mo- tarantino movies they he doesn't need computers really i mean he doesn't need to i mean george lucas needs to look at you know 
to, to look at those, to look at the, those tools mm. and go, okay, what do I do? He went way overboard, obviously, in yeah, a, no, in a bunch of cases. You're talking visual effects. You, but, you, they use computers for color timing. I, I know, I, 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 I know that too. But definitely does that. Yeah, no, he's he's great with that. But you know, you, there are other ways that you can do. It. I mean, that's certainly more convenient. And again, it's mm. just a tool. You know, and I and this sort of continues my thesis that his movies have gotten less, less talky, less interesting with words mm. and more interesting with images. Yeah, I can, so, I can, I can agree with, you know, that. you go back to his, his really, really early stuff, go back to reservoir dogs and it's all pop, 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 you yeah. know, with the dialogue Yeah, and and there and the shots aren't as visually interesting whereas yeah. now you come to hateful eight and it's just like wow it's it's all it uh, i kind of see jackie brown as a as a turning point for him because you can see differences on either side of that yeah yeah that's a good kind of like yeah like right at the yeah. the cusp of both yeah I also felt that and i understand that tarantino likes to have his characters tell stories that are despicable and uncomfortable and stuff but i don't want to sound like a prude but and i understand the character motivation for telling the story but you didn't have to tell me about dick sucking it was just gratuitous yeah you know it, it was one of the, it went on a little too long yeah so um it, it would have been i think i would have been okay with it if i could have watched sam jackson's face as he was telling it instead of receiving it okay yeah because then you could see like the glint in his eye of the yeah you don't I'm know really if this pushing, is true or yeah not, but yeah so and it, you got a little almost, it almost felt kevin smith like Almost a little bit. And that kind of turned me off to the whole rest of the movie. And the jarring narration that happened. All of a sudden, there was narration. Right? Like, what the fuck is that? That was interesting. I did not like that. It took me totally out of it. I thought it was. It didn't surprise me. I was just like, okay, this is happening now. I didn't we, exp- if it had I think started it, you know what it was? Narration. It was one of those things where it was just like... It felt like, oh man, I've made a really long movie, but I still need to like get some shit across. All right, I'll yeah. just I'll just voice over it. Now um, on the DVD, does it say intermission or anything before the narration comes back? No. If it did, I could totally understand. Yeah. Oh yeah, most definitely because you can come back and it right. can. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. could see that, and maybe, and that's how it worked in the theater. I don't know. I didn't see it in the theater either. Um, but getting back to Jackie Brown for a second. Mm. Um, as we talked about that sort of like on that line, I think Jackie Brown was one of the one was maybe his first movie where he didn't mind letting people shut the fuck up for a second and just hold a shot. Like where, where the bail bondsman is just looking at, um, Pam Greer. Yeah. And it just, there's a little bit of music and it's just letting him just letting him soak that in. Yep. And you didn't have anything like that really before that. And if you mm-hmm. did, if it wasn't somebody saying something cool or funny, yeah. it was very poppy music. 
Yeah, or right before somebody gets killed. Like yeah. Vincent on the toilet. Yeah, when that was just Because but that's the the characters are saying something in that it's yeah. like, just a fuck. So um <laughs> Yeah, so it's um, now I kind of want to go back to his beginning and watch all of this stuff. Yeah, that would be through. interesting to go through. Um, I don't hate him. I just I can't jump on the bandwagon as eagerly as, and I'm not saying you, but as eagerly as some other people do. Like I'm interested to know what his next project is, but I don't. Oh, I don't hail him. I mean, he's not infallible. I mm-hmm. I. You know, I really like his writing, and like I said, I love. I'm very pleased to see a. I'm not even going to say maturity because it suggests that like something like Reservoir Dogs was immature, but I would just say an evolution to see like artistic refinement. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, to see him. You know, not even not even branching out, but just sort of a a, a natural. I think evolution's the best word, yeah. really. Yeah. Because um, he's telling, still telling, I think, great stories. And he's just using different skills as as he gets older. Yeah. So, are you going to watch the extended Batman Superman? Um, is it coming back into the theaters? I don't think so. Um, I'll watch it just out of curiosity. Yeah, I'll I'll see if this helps. Yeah. How much more is there? I don't know. Um. Yeah. Of course. I'll. I mean. I'll see it. We'll see. Um, I I heard a little bit of something where the comic books are bringing kind of what we know, like the DC and and, and like basically Watchmen Hmm. into the whole Batman Superman world. There was a little something there. Yeah, a little Dr. Manhattan thing. Um, I'll try to find out a little bit more about it. Um, So, um, yeah, what else did I... um, what else did I watch? Oh fuck me! I watched. Um, I as I was digging through my DVDs, I came across a um, uh, Moonlighting. Okay. Greg, Greg, mm-hmm. Greg. A bunch of years ago, gave me a couple of seasons of Moonlighting, oh, yeah. and um, I loved that show. Yeah, when it was on, I loved like Don't Talk to Me on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Um, just it was. I loved that show, and there were a couple of scenes that showed up that I have not seen in 30 uh, years, and I'm sitting there in my apartment laughing my head <laughs> off. There's one that I, um, I I found it on YouTube, and I put it on Twitter, and it's where they go up to this guy, and they're looking for a, a Chinese diplomat. And it's like, we're, we're, we're looking for a man with a mole on his nose. A mole on his nose? A mole on his nose. <laughs> and it just goes, I'll just, I should... Uh, you know what? We'll find I, it. Find I, I it should, and, I should and go get back the audio. And watch that series anyway because it I is, barely remember. Oh it. my god! It but was I know I watched so it every good. Week. So good. Yeah. So funny. Um, oh god, so good. And then, um, and then coming back to more new stuff. Um, Maria Bamford's. Yeah, I got Lady Dynamite into episode two. It's a little bit. You can't. It's not certainly not something you can binge watch. No, it's like I mean that is a once a week show. Yeah, it definitely is. In fact, I've gone like not even two episodes in a row. Like I've gone an episode and a half. Yeah, and it's so funny because I'll look at the time. I'm just like, oh wait, that's only like 24 minutes long because they feel long. But but it's not bad. It's just it just 
it just takes a lot of work. Some of this stuff is really funny. Like I remember the first five or 10 minutes of the first episode, I laughed my fucking head off. There was just, and I don't even remember what it was. Mm. And then there was a, I had put a little oh, clip. Oh, she was doing stand up, wasn't she? I don't know. No, it was something physical no, that she did. No, it was a whole big weird opening. In the, yeah. The, yeah. Yeah, okay. it was, but, it, but it was physical and sight gaggy. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then there was this other thing where her boyfriend, spoiler, this guy she's dating like gets hit by a truck or something like that. And the doctor's like, look, I don't want to go on the weeds with a medical mumbo jumbo, but his neck is broken like a motherfucker. <laughs> I list. I, I watched it like four times, and then I like I literally I recorded it on my phone from my iPad, and then I put it on Twitter because I thought it was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I so. I sometimes I'm in the mood for the um the 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 terrible life uncomfortable comedy stuff. Yeah, and sometimes I just I can't even like I, I was watching um love the the other netflix show there with um britta from community yeah is that any good yeah i didn't finish it but i like it it's just did i finish it maybe i did see here's the thing this gets me into something about netflix stuff Hmm. all right um they need to slow down yeah, because they're re- they're releasing stuff. Bang, bang, bang. Like I look, yeah. and it's just like, wait, not even just new stuff, not even like new episodes to existing series, right. but it's like, holy shit, there's three new series, right? Right. So, excuse me, they're like not I, giving I've them blasted through um, Master of None, the Aziz Ansari one. Yeah, and I thought it was good. You could do that, and I wanted to see what happened next. Yeah. Um, Maria Bamford show is a lot more work than that. It's not that it's bad. Again, it's not that it's bad. I like it. Yeah. But you can't, you can't binge it. No. And love is one where you can watch two, maybe three, but you just want to grab the characters and shake them and say, what the fuck is wrong with you? She's right there. And, and. Oh, the way I spent the first season of flash. (laughs) Just tell her Silicon who you are. Yeah. Oh, fuck Silicon Valley. <laughs> I stopped watching it. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I stopped. Fuck Richard. He's an I Fuck, fuck, fuck him. I yeah. fucking no, I haven't, I haven't oh, gone back. I just, I'm, I'm angry now. I know. Let's <laughs> fucking, move on. Oh. oh, you don't watch Game of Thrones. God damn it. Nope. I don't have to. I have Facebook. Here's the thing that kills me about Facebook or Game of Thrones? About Game the of Facebook? people, not everybody, but some people that watch Game of Thrones. You watch a TV show where bad shit happens every week. Yeah. And you're fucking surprised? Yeah, but dude, spoiler folks, I'm going to spoil some Game of Thrones stuff. Arya gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. She's like one of my favorites. All right, fine. Everybody's going to die. But are they? Yeah. I yeah. think it's all a dream. Sarah Connor's going to send her dragons, her her wyverns out to uh, just burn everything because she's going to be a bad guy. She's going to. I don't even watch the show. But she's I know actually she's like pretty the cool. Daughter of the Mad King. And she's losing her mind. No, she's not. Yeah, she's starting to crack. No, she's not. Anyway. She wasted a lot of time. 
The whole show's wasting I think a lot governing. of time. No, no, it's good. It really <laughs> is. It's good. Um, I'm going to wait for it to be done. And, and you know what it is? That's it. a show that you can binge watch. Yeah. Because we got through the first season in like three nights. Yeah. Because like in the winter when I was like, because it, it started up again in April. Mm. So like, I think it was the end of February. I said, okay, I'm just going to go. And I went through the whole series uh-huh. again. And I went and it's, that's five seasons. It's 50 mm. episodes. Yeah. Next season's supposed to be shorter, though. Yeah, that's what I heard. I don't know. But uh, but it's really good. And the next, there are three episodes left of this season. No, yeah, we just finished seven, yeah. So they are like, shit is going to go down. Yeah, I, I just, wait. it's like, oh, Hodor. I, yeah, no shit, something terrible happened to him. I get it. Everybody, every terrible things happen to everybody. But he was cool. Yeah. Well, you know what? So was Han Solo. I know. Wait, what happens to him? Nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear they're making another Star War. <laughs> Here's some money. Might go see a Star War. War. <laughs> that's my that's my go to show. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. You know what's really interesting? I was watching them before I I picked up Lady Dynamite. I was watching mm. that again. Like I was in. Um, for anybody I think that I doesn't just, know, we're talking about Arrested Development now. And if now. you don't know, well. Well, no, that's sh- fine. But you should. You should know. Um, so, but I kind of picked it up in the, I don't know, I think it was like the end of the, no, it was the beginning of the second season. Okay. And they had already, like, there was so much stuff that mm-hmm. had already, it's like, they really packed a lot of stuff in. There are a lot of things set up even in the first episode. Oh, yeah. I was, yeah. I was surprised. Every time I watch the first episode, I'm surprised that like, like major plot device characters that don't play in until much later yeah. are in the second episode. And I'm like, good, good job. Yeah. Very underrated at the time, but. And that's the same guy who's doing Lady Dynamite. Really? Yeah. Huh. So then that's going to go somewhere because. They build. Yeah, but it'll be really interesting to see what happens with Lady Dynamite because it's somewhat connected. Mm. She does a lot of jumping around time-wise. Okay. Um, so, and it's a little, gets a little, f- not really fourth Wally, but it gets a little sort of, um, like you saw the first episode, yeah. right? So you saw Patton Oswalt. Well, that maybe was, he was an that was extra? the start. Was he, was, he a cop? He was like a cop, yeah. yeah but he's yeah. just like, oh, you're gonna do, you're gonna yeah, do, yeah. and he's just like, really, you're gonna do stand up on your, you know. So that very self aware kind of thing. So, yeah. um, I I kind of like that because sometimes they talk about stuff you have no idea that that is things that people in the industry talk about. Yeah, like, oh, of course. Like Seinfeld did stand up. And um, what's his name? Uh, Louis C.K. does stand up on his show. Like short, real quick. Yeah. Like you don't think of it as a cliche. I have to find um, Seinfeld. It's not on Netflix, but I. It w- used to be on Hulu. I thought. I um, because I at work I'll take a break 
at a certain time every night and it's on like one of the TBS or something mm. like that. So I'll end up catching like the last 15, 20 minutes of an uh. episode. And it really, it's one of those shows. One of the things I really like about that show is how they'll have like three, four, usually a sitcom has got its a story and its B story. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And sometimes they'll intersect and be part of the same story. It'll all come right. together. But on Seinfeld, they have so many balls in the air, juggling so many balls mm -hmm. in the air. And then like, it'll all come together to like uh, one thing at the end where it's, and, and it's brilliant. I, I Every time like they when, do it, it's just like, even yeah. if it's just like, like a prop or something like uh, that, that comes in or a line yeah. or a person just walks in a door and it's just like, Oh shit, yeah. that's hilarious. <laughs> Um, it was really, really, really brilliant. I want to, mm. I want to watch from the beginning because I really like watching Jerry Seinfeld go from like the look on his face where he's constantly trying not to laugh yeah, to him actually like, oh, okay. Like being an actor by the end of it all. Right. I mean, I thought the last episodes were awful, you know, where they're like on trial. Yeah. I thought that was terrible. I thought it was lazy, but, um, but I want to I want to go back and and watch that straight through. Mm. So if anyone knows where that is, just um, you know, say it out loud now. It's on Hulu. Is it on? Hulu? I saw Keanu. How was it? It was, it was all right. I got to see that. Probably give it a, a, a C plus. Yeah. C. Yeah, I, I thought. I don't now, know. See, I'm I'm weird with comedies. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's like it's not like their show. Well, that's the thing. It's like they're sketch comedy guys. Yeah. So that looks like something that would have been a great, maybe a longer sketch or like, like a little, like a little one, mini like movie a whole show. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I gotta wonder, like, does it? Because it's sort of like John Wick, you know that movie oh, John Wick. Yeah. Because when the cat talks. It's don't. I didn't no, know the cat talks. Don't. It's in the credits. It's Keanu Reeves doing the voice. I don't want to. So. Don't. Really? No more. About a cat? No more. You're gonna get. I don't. About. Yes. I like to be surprised. <laughs> it, it it was meaningless. Mostly, I have no idea what's going on around me, so I'm constantly oh, surprised. Okay. Um. Yeah. It's it's fine. I think you'll like it. It's fine. It's not. It's not like it's not tearing the up Stooge. the box off. No, nothing is. The, <laughs> it's not son of the mask. <laughs> well, what is? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh that, dear. That dump I took. That's the son of the mask. I know, right? I watched it, something else, and I can't remember what the fuck it. Oh, there's this movie on Netflix that always pops up under the because you watched. Yeah. And it's a uh, David Hyde Pierce in a in a film called The Perfect Host. Really? Yeah. And um it's I like him. He was good in this. Was I, it I, funny? Uh, in a, Did it mean uh, to be? It's it's a it's a thriller slash horror psychological kind of Okay. This, um this this guy that's robbed a bank um gets into his house um because he's on the run he's his foot is really like cut up and he's bleeding pretty bad and he's just trying to hide out so he lies to him goes through his um 
his mail and there's a postcard from somebody named uh, Julia. So he uses that as his in because the postcard's from Australia. And he says, oh, yeah, we met in Australia, blah, blah, blah. And um, he invites him in, gives him some wine. And who's the bad guy? David. Uh, David oh, really? Lothar, but but well, who's the one that has the upper hand is... David Hyde Pierce. Yes. Who's the other guy? Who I don't, plays the other I don't guy? remember who it is. Um, but it's one of those, like, the the character that you think is the dangerous one has now, like, walked into the lion's den blindfolded. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's not bad. Uh, it, 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 it felt almost like it could have been tighter, but I think it played out well enough it's it's fine for a netflix watch yeah sounds good i don't know if i watched anything else they've seen zootopia a bunch of times yeah there was a i DC, haven't seen uh, that yet i heard that was good it was a dc superhero girls movie it was like an hour-long special that's not bad I'm, I'm liking that they're doing that stuff and it wasn't all just like oh well, let's go shopping <laughs> you know it was about Supergirl finding her place in the school and coming to terms with her powers. And speaking of Supergirl, she's coming to the CW, Su- right? Yeah, and Superman's supposed to show up. Really? For real? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I wonder who. That's the thing. It can't be Brendan Routh because he's the Adam. Right. I wonder if they'll get Henry. People are saying um, that that. The one thing I read said it can't be Dean Cain. No, because he's he's her father. Yeah, he's fat. Yeah, but so am I. So whatever. Um, He shows up on Lady Dynamite. Tom Welling, who played him on Smallville, wouldn't be a bad choice. Um, But but he's old. Well, not old. Well, I mean, Superman should be older than Supergirl by about ten years. years. I would say. but I would like to see some way to have Supergirl exist in Flash and Arrow's world, so they can really they can start building the good DC universe. Yeah, and not, I thought that was kind of part of the point of CW coming of her coming to CW and all yeah. That but they've stuff. they've got her on a different Earth at this point. Oh, really? That's how he met her. Yeah he he was wearing. A device to increase his speed, and he broke the dimensional barrier, um, and that's that's how he ended up over there. But now with the season finale, who the hell knows what's going to happen? Yeah, interesting. I like that. I like they're setting up a huge story arc, which is really interesting. I have a feeling that Arrow will play the part of Batman if things go the way I think they're going to go. Really? Yeah. I hate that guy. I stopped watching it. I, I oh, haven't gone back to it. He's such a whiny it. bitch. Yeah. I really do like Flash. And uh. Supergirl has the exact right tone that I was hoping. Yeah. For. I like it. Yeah. Cool. What, as, do we have, what do we have from Scott? As, as we were watching X-Men, uh, Moira McTaggart, Rose Byrne, mm-hmm. who shows up on the screen. And um, Ripley leans over and says, is that Supergirl's sister? I'm like, nope, but it looks like her. Because yeah. <laughs> now they're trying to identify actors yeah. and other things. 
which is that's fun when you can take nice. an actor and connect it to a movie and then you connect it like yeah another actor another who was movie. in there okay. yeah yeah it's fun uh let's see where did i put this thing uh let me see uh, uh what was it labeled scott no, it was a number, wasn't it? Oh, 92 or something? Or was that an oh, episode he number? Put his, he put his name first on there. Okay. Uh, this is going to take a second for me to get right because... Whoa! Captain. That hurt my head. Okay. Captain. America. Captain. 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 What you gonna do? Captain America and the Avengers. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping this levels out. Okay. <laughs> Last rites with Reverend Scott. <laughs> oh, he's making me die a little. <laughs> hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. Sorry I missed your discussion of Civil War on the show, but that doesn't mean I can't talk about it some more. So I decided that I was going to put together another kind of off-the-cuff review of a movie kind of like I did with Batman vs. Superman. Wow. Only this time it's for Captain America's Civil War. So right off the bat, you can tell this is a sequel to Winter Soldier as opposed to something like The Avengers right away. It's got a different feel to it, and the, the hits just have much more impact on screen. Uh, Winter Soldier was like this, too. Every time someone got hit with something big, like a shield hit him in the head, or somebody did some kind of drop kick maneuver, or any various things happened into, uh, in the Winter Soldier movie... It's, there's lots of stuff that just made me cringe and this movie is like that too and that's something that I just I wish more of the movies whatever they're doing in this I wish they would do that in some of the other ones too it's, it's sometimes the action feels kind of flat uh, it doesn't seem like that big punch or whatever had much impact not like it does in Winter Soldier or uh, Civil War so at any rate as it starts off we have the fight with What's his name? Crossbones? I don't know, whatever. So this guy's wearing a mask on his mask with the smoke. Yeah, I didn't get that. Why do you need a mask on your mask? I figure they could have done something else there. But at any rate, he looks cool uh, despite that. And uh, you get the group with, with Captain America there, and they're they're kind of learning to fight together, and, and that's pretty sweet. And uh, it's pretty solid action, but... Unlike the rest of the movie, I felt like this part kind of suffered from too much shaky cam. 
uh, especially with Black Widow. I, I remember thinking it to myself when I was watching it. Um, maybe when I rewatch the movie, it won't bother me much, but at the time, it was kind of odd to me. So, at any rate, um, this is where you kind of get that explosion that triggers the whole Civil War debacle. And unlike the... I don't know if the comic book and the uh, Civil War stuff in the uh, Avengers game, uh, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, um, that one is kind of like there's that TV show with those super-powered kids, or they're you know more like yeah, teenagers yeah. Or, or whatnot. The new warriors. And one of them has the ability to make an explosion and can't control his power quite right and ends up killing, I don't know, like... 274 children or something like that mm-hmm. and he ends up making his, his own suit with 274 spikes that all uh, penetrate his skin anytime he moves to remind him of every child he killed and things like that it's all pretty dark even dark for Captain America movies <laughs> so I'm kind of glad they went in a different direction you know you still get the impact of people dying that shouldn't die and them trying to do the greater good but it still causes death anyway so you get the same basic thing without having to go into this whole other line of you know children dying and all that crap so i think that was a good decision to change that um yeah that might have been moving on to some of the things that i remember the most about this movie and and something i don't know if i've heard other people talking about that just blew my mind was the introduction of tony stark and he's going through this holographic image and there is a young Tony Stark (laughs) aka young um, Robert Downey Jr. that has got to be some of the I don't know how they did it because (laughs) it was awesome the character seemed to be in frame and the face seemed nearly flawless it had to have been imagery of him as a kid, and it had to have been a body actor that was just fucking spot on. <laughs> Either that or he's just, I don't know, maybe he's just not much bigger than he was when he was a kid, so they just actually used <laughs> uh, used him in Robert Downey Jr. I don't know how they did it, but it was fucking amazing. And they keep doing things like that in each Captain America, and they keep improving on it. And like with the old lady and Winter Soldier... And with his uh, strange bobblehead on the little skinny body in the first one, I think this is by far the best of all three, uh, just showing that they constantly try to improve every Captain America movie over the previous one. Mm. So uh, moving on from there, I'll talk a little bit about Bucky. Um, I don't dislike Bucky, but I'm kind of sick of him. Um, With the exception of a part where... They're chasing him, and a guy in a motorcycle comes at him full bore. That is he literally sh- grabs the, the motorcycle in a spinning motion and grabs <laughs> it and takes off on the motorcycle yeah. in the opposite direction. That was fucking amazing. That was good. Other than that, I'm getting kind of tired of him, mainly because people are shooting at him and he's blocking them with his metal arm. Mm. Why they're not shooting his feet or his kneecaps or something, I don't know, <laughs> but he's somehow blocking bullets with it. Um, there is an amazing fight with him and Captain America in the staircase. I mean, there's no doubt that that stuff is absolutely crazy awesome to watch. But I get kind of tired of, of, of Bucky in general. Uh, that's just me, though. Um, I thought the motivation between uh, behind uh, 
Captain America and Tony to kind of pick sides was actually pretty logical. Um, I don't necessarily think Cap is like pro-government 100% as much he is as just pro-freedom. And he feels like this is a, you know, stifling his freedom to have to deal with um, some sort of counsel every time that they want to do something to, you know, promote the greater good. And I think it was you guys that were talking about, uh, I think it was you guys, was talking about how Tony Stark has kind of gradually moved closer, you know, further and further towards um, just trying to make everything work and trying to be accepted by people. You know, where he started out, you know, he was talked to about the Avengers and basically just spit in their face about it um, to the point where he is now to where he feels like, you know, if this is what we got to do to to keep things rolling and and keep the band together, then that's what we're going to do. And so, you know, it is what it is. I think they they make it convincing, even though it doesn't necessarily feel like his character back in the first uh, Iron Man movie. But, you know. Uh, people change so it's kind of cool to see people you know go from captain america the 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 you know gunhole soldier to the captain america you see in this movie and the tony stark you know throwing caution to the wind and getting drunk and all that stuff to the Hmm. tony stark we see in this one so it's kind of nice to see a little arc there for both those guys um introducing black panther i thought that was pretty amazing you know the the guy looks great whether he's got, you know, whether he's uh, in his just regular uh, Wakanda uh, garb or whether he's wearing the, the actual suit, which the suit's pretty much everything you would hope Black Panther would look like. Yeah. You know, especially when he just looks up at this Gatling gun in the side of a helicopter shooting him <laughs> and doesn't even flinch. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, just, that's just pure badass. And they give him a clear reason to be there yeah. uh, from that point on in the movie. You know, it's like he wants Bucky based on what happened to his father and so on. And uh, until he finds anything otherwise, that's what he's going to be doing. And he just goes with whoever will support him in getting that done. Um, I thought, as far as uh, Spider-Man's concerned, I feel like he was a little, his part was a little shoehorned in. It seemed out of the blue. Uh However, the part was done so well, and the dialogue yeah. was so great, and the guy they got playing him is so good that I don't give a shit. Like, <laughs> I don't care. And, you know, and now we got a hot Aunt May, and that's fine. Um, they can put her in any movie they want to, and I'm not going to complain. Um, there is something that I kind of, I didn't really pick up on it, and my daughter actually mentioned it on our way home from watching the movie in regards to his new Spider-Man suit. It's got those eyes that get larger and smaller. Yeah, we talked and about that. In my head, I was thinking, oh, well, that's so they can give Spider Man some expression. And part of it probably is just that. But she mentioned that it was probably a reference back to those goggles that yes. he was wearing yeah. in his old crummy Spider Man suit <laughs> because he had problems focusing and he needed to kind of narrow his field of vision mm-hmm. so it could help him concentrate. And so she thought that's why the, the, the eyes on the new suit got smaller. So he could help him concentrate and focus on what he was doing. Yeah, because his power that was yeah, too all over the place. Why they did it, but I think that's just that's a more 
legit reason to have his eyes change size as opposed you know like why would tony stark give a shit about his expression right i mean look at black panther look at his iron man suit yeah his iron man mask he doesn't have expression um so i feel like that's a really cool way that they did that and that leads us to the airport scene (laughs) which i don't really have to say much about this probably because you and i both know it was fucking amazing. It pretty much that's that's where the whole movie, that's the climax. That's where I mean, as far as I'm concerned, as far as the action is concerned, mm-hmm. that's where it all comes together. You get to see what you all came, you know, all came to see. You get to see all these guys fight each other, and you kind of put aside. You know that they're not really there. Maybe not all of them. Maybe Black Panther, but the rest of them aren't there to kill each other. Mm. They're just trying to prevent the other from, you know, or, or trying to get somewhere, and the other one's trying to prevent them from going there. That doesn't necessarily kill each other. So it was kind of a cool way to see them go one step beyond sparring. Yeah. yeah. And besides Spider-Man kind of showing off, and uh, we get to see Scarlet Witch kind of uh, show some of her powers off. You get to see uh, Hawkeye and uh, Black Widow just being really insignificant compared to everyone else <laughs> and then you get to see ant-man and holy shit yeah i mean that's that's what i was hoping for i mean i knew going into this fight that there's no way that they were going to get around making him giant hmm. and it's fucking amazing yeah so overall fucking perfect hmm. it's exactly what i wanted out of that didn't have to be 25, 50 guys and girls out there fighting. It was perfect the way it was. And it leads right into the uh, final act of the movie quite nicely. Now, I don't feel like the pacing on this movie was as solid as Winter Soldier. Um, I never felt bored or anything, but I felt like it worked a lot better in Winter Soldier than this. But the action in this more than made up for it. Um, the main plot to kind of pit friend against friend worked out well. Um, obviously, it's not some famous supervillain. It's not someone like Loki or, or uh, Ultron or anybody like that. But it just kind of shows you how someone just simply fueled by rage can do just about anything they want to if they got a little intelligence behind it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the revelation at the end, um, I thought that was great, too. I... <laughs> After the third time seeing the same scene of the car wreck and Bucky being involved, I thought they did a good job, good job of showing that multiple times mm. without making you expect there to be a big secret yeah. until the very end. Yeah, so yeah, no, it was a good really reveal. Good job yeah. with that. Um, any rate, overall, I give it. Uh, I'd say probably an A minus. Mm. I'd say this is by far one of the best trilogies in recent memory. It's hard to it's hard to separate this from things like Avengers and stuff, but it's it, Captain America. It's its own trilogy now, mm. and I think it stacks up with some of the best of them. So that's my take on all that. And the next thing I'm going to do is X Men Apocalypse. All right, I'll tell you a little bit what I think about that one. Um, there's a possibility you may hear that one first. In that case, <laughs> then you already heard it, and now you're hearing this. So I think we made the right call (laughs) until then. Peace and love guys. 
Sometimes I think he sends us these just so we can take certain pieces. Man, I really can't wait to jerk off to Captain America. So hot, red, white, and blue body. <laughs> this may have crossed the line, so nice. I can hopefully sleep a little easier tonight knowing I warned you about that. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, talking about the special effects and, you know, making Robert Downey Jr. young again yeah. and all that good stuff. There is one, and I've watched it a bunch of times mm. um there's one weird little i don't i don't want to call it glitchy but it's not as smooth as some of the other stuff mm. when cap and um um roadie land at the air when they first at the airport and they're like oh it's it's amazing you know you always see someone you know at the airport right mm -hmm. and he turns his head yeah to look at roadie as the iron man mask is coming off okay it looks, it looks weird. Okay. Like, we're, like I want to look at it, and yeah. we'll look at it, and uh, it looks a little, it looks a little off because mm. he turns his head, but the Iron Man mask doesn't turn, but it doesn't look. Oh, like it just looks like it's retracting, so it doesn't need to move, but it's retracted enough he can move his head. But yeah, because you don't it because yeah. it should move at the neck gotcha. and still retract yeah as he's turned so it just looks a little weird like i'll i'll point and it you out. know that was agonized over oh i'm sure yeah <laughs> um so yeah. yeah no i think scott made a lot of uh, a lot of really good points i think we're all pretty much on mm. the same page um yeah. with it so it's um it's every everybody every character used their their powers and their abilities um one of my other favorite parts that I remembered while while he was talking about Ant Man was um when he, he throws the truck. Oh yeah. And Cap throws the the blue yeah. larger disc and it explodes and he's like oh, I thought that was a water, water. truck. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's and Rody's awesome. and Rody's like, Come on <laughs> And talking about that fight scene in the stairway, one of my favorite mm -hmm. little bits is when, you know, Bucky throws a cop and he's about to go all the way down and yeah. Cap catches him. He's like, Come on, yeah, man. He's, like, he's clipping carabiners. <laughs> yeah, he's Come on, man! Was, like, why are you funny. Why are you making this hard on me? Yeah. So stuff like that, and and it's little things like that. It's the little things yeah. like that that make the Marvel stuff great. I mean, we've talked about how these characters and why the Marvel movies are more fun because just the characters themselves yeah. are a little bit like like I mean, Cap isn't a funny guy. No, but, but he can crack a but joke. He, but it's, it's not okay. even about cracking a joke. It's just that he's real. Because he's just yeah. like, motherfucker, come on. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but he um, does it with a look, which is good. Yeah. But it's, it's just, Superman, it's like a little Superman, bit more real. When he's in the suit, he does, his expression doesn't change. There's nothing. Christopher Reeve cracks Christopher jokes, Reeve, yeah. You know? And that's the thing. Everybody, every, every superhero has cracked a joke in yeah. a Marvel movie. Even even Nick Fury, fucking Drax. You but you know? know, but you know what's really funny though is that what's great about them and great about the writing is that they're not just interchangeable. Right? Do you know what I mean? You're yeah. not going to get you know something that Tony says mm -hmm. is not something that certainly not something that Cap would say. Right. But it's not something that like like. Ant Man is gonna say, right, right. you know, even though they've they're they're pretty 
similar in a way in you know the way those actors portray themselves but but yeah. different yeah do you know what i mean yeah and it's subtle differences like ant-man um scott lang he's just He's just thrilled to be there. Yeah. He's that guy. I know you too. You're great. And he's just like super happy and he's positive. He doesn't. Yeah. But Tony is confident and positive. Yeah. And he's. Because he knows he's got the education and the smarts and the money behind him. Ant-Man's a thief. Yeah. And he's got, you know. He's more. It's his. I think his humor is more self-deprecating a little bit. You know, whereas which Tony's is more cocky, which is exactly yeah. the way it should be. But even Loki and Ultron crack jokes. Yeah. Well, the I mean, only, the only characters that hadn't or didn't even have a funny line is Thanos and uh, that dark elf. Yeah. And even played. Thor's Thor has one funny line in all the movies that we've ever seen. And it's he's adopted. Yeah. And you know what? It doesn't work as well as some of the other stuff that people have said. Mm. It doesn't work as well. He has a couple other things here and there. There are things. There are things but that it's he more says. Fish out of water. Yeah, exactly. It's stuff. things that he. There's some things that he says that are funny, but he doesn't yeah. say something funny. Do you know? No, what I mean? but Thor, like the, all the differences, Thor knows who he is, and he doesn't apologize for it yeah and it's not his personality to be that way whereas loki that's his he's like he's the bad boy he's the yeah you know he's the trickster and that's who loki is yeah so i'm trying to think if there's any character the only you know what you could own like barton and romanoff you could almost because they're very very similar yeah you know but they're like they're two two different sides of the same coin. Romanov trained killer dead serious. Because she can't relax. Yeah, that's true. Barton Barton is has to crack jokes to I think to alleviate the situation. Yeah, and so he, he has to be relaxed to do what he does. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I li- I really like his line about retirement. You know, golf. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You know, I played eighteen. I shot eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was such a great. That was such a great that line. Flew over so many heads. Oh though. yeah. Yeah. But I think it's it's great because it's sort of you, you you see a little bit of it. Yes, he's great with a bow and arrow. We get that. But you also see that like when he's at his house and he's playing darts. Yeah. Like he's dead on with that. Yeah. And he's just. He's just a marksman. Yeah, yeah. You know, Romanoff, probably one of the funniest things that she says is um, when she's being interrogated by the Russians. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? she, yeah. That, I mean, that's kind of like, okay, I'm really the only one who knows what's going on here. Yeah. Okay, so then the only serious characters are Thanos and Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther doesn't. The closest thing he says to something funny mm. is when he's walking out to his car and Romanoff is standing there and the 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 yes. and his like assistant his or whatever his yeah. bodyguard, he's just like you know I'd I'd love to see that right right but that's about it you know yeah because his his character he's arc way in too serious and it's, also his 
I'm it sorry, I totally it interrupted doesn't, you. It doesn't allow him exactly. That. His goal is a very serious is a very serious goal, and even yeah. when you know Barton introduces himself, mm. he's I don't care. It's a funny line, but it's not a funny line. No, right, right. It's situationally funny, but not. Yeah, yeah. But he has a complete he has a complete arc, and he's got minutes of screen time. Yeah. When he when he doesn't kill him at the end. That yeah. was just, oh shit, an honorable character. Yeah. Awesome. And maybe, uh, but even, um, what's his face there? Um, Ronan the Accuser from uh, Guardians. Yeah, he's got nothing so far. <laughs> I'm rewatching it now, and he's got, there is nothing. But he ha- he's not funny, but his reaction to Star-Lord dancing at the end was funny. Yeah. So even that is in a moment of of just pure absurdness yeah. at the end of a movie. He is funny. Well, he is in a funny situation. Yes. He, yes. Um, His reaction is funny. But then you look at something like the X-Men movies. Yeah. Okay. And... There is plenty of opportunity, and they've had their moments. And but I think that their funny moments are—they're kind of a mixture of like, for one thing, they're all just Wolverine. Yeah, you know, most of them are Wolverine funny things. The ones that aren't mm. are more—they feel like just winks to the audience, like, "Hey, you're watching yeah. an X-Men movie, and this is this is I'm saying this, and this is funny because of who." you know me to be from the comics. Yeah, that's why First Class, I feel, is the best of them all because that was funny. It had its moments of levity in the story. Yeah. With some very serious shit going on. Yeah. You know, Red Nightcrawler, Azazel, um, dropping dudes. But you also, it was one of those, some of the funny stuff in that was them kind of learning their powers. Yep. It was, it was, you know, yep. Toby Maguire learning how to, you know, yeah, how to and climb and Moira swing McTaggart. and, you know, do his. Yeah. Moira running around in her underwear. Yeah. That was funny. That was good. Because I don't know what it is about her in that role, but she felt more, probably because you see what Cassidy can do and you know that, um, What's her face is there? January Jones's character, yeah. the White Queen. You know how deadly dangerous they are, and she's in her underwear. She could not be less unarmed right. than she is, and you and you genuinely like her. Yeah, as a, and as all a of that is Rose Byrne's face. Yes, well, her whole yeah. personality and everything too, and she looks so uncomfortable. But she does a great job, and that was some that was some decent comedy on yeah. her part. But I don't I don't know what magic elixir the folks at Marvel have, but they're just they're just it's whatever it's a new hope perfect. had. An empire, it's yeah, it's just a, a a little infusion of humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's going to be really. Um, I don't we expect or... I don't expect any fun from Ragnarok. By the way, no. I do expect Lady Sif to be in it. She's awesome. Yes. Now, what'll be really interesting is Suicide Squad. 
Yes. DC, notoriously dark. Right. But this movie is going to be hilarious. It should be totally different from... It's going to be their Guardians of the Galaxy. Or it's going to be the death of... Yeah, or it's going to be Silver, Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm interested. I'm, I'm going to... I mean, I, I I researched some of the characters because I wanted to see, because, you know, every artist draws characters different. Yeah. And I think just from the little bit of looking that I've done, the one character that I've seen the most different um, variety of versions is Killer Croc. Yeah. On the animated series, he's giant and gray with an underbite, or he's green or he has the head of a crocodile in the comic book, or in Arkham Asylum, he's this giant dinosaur reptile yeah. guy. Um, and there are some there are some early versions where he's like bumpy, like a like a Gila monster. Uh, how he looks in the movie, and I'm like, all right, good. If they took that look from the from the early versions of him, yeah, fine, that's fine. Because when I first saw him, I'm like, oh, he's little, but he's normal size when he's first introduced. The more so, I okay. the more I watch the trailer and the more I see stills and stuff like that, yeah. the less thrilled I am with Will Smith. He seems so out of place. Mm-hmm. I think he was the one that got them the funding for the movie, though. They got him attached to it, and then they could just go with it. Because nobody else is as big as him in that. She's going to blow him away, though. She's going to steal that movie. Yeah. Totally. I, I think that Enchantress is going to come out as a surprise favorite. Yeah. She's the... The witch. Yeah. Yeah. The, the Bellatrix of the... Yeah. Yeah. But I think she, I think that character has a lot to offer. And you can look at these and say, oh, well, here's the, those are the guys that are going to die. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. May as well give him a red shirt. Yeah. That's a Star Trek reference. Oh, yeah. The new Star Trek trailer. Who cares? <laughs> exactly. You know, it's it's at a point where I'm just like, hmm, would I w- rather see a new Star Trek movie or a new X-Men movie? Oh, I'm at the point now. Would I rather watch a, a, a Star Trek movie or this trailer for Rogue One for the 20th time? Yeah, that's true. With Star Wars out, Star Trek, with Star Wars out and being fucking spot All on. All over the place. Star Trek needs to go back to exploration and mystery instead of action. I don't care about action. Yeah. And you know what? I will watch it. I will because Simon Pegg, I like Simon yeah. Pegg and he wrote it. Oh. Yeah, that's one of that yeah, exactly. That's one of those things it's just like all right, he's one of my boys, you yeah. know. Guy. I'm not expecting much from it, but I will give it a shot. And again, that's one of those things where I'll watch it just so I can justify shitting all over it. Well, yeah, because you can't until you see Ghostbusters. You can't shit all over it. Oh, anybody who shits all over Ghostbusters, before, it's, uh, don't even get me started on that. Yeah. That's such a yeah. dumb thing. Yeah. So There was something else I wanted to bring up. So Did it have to do with Star Wars? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was the Rogue One reshoots that nobody should be freaking out about because... Apparently, all movies now work in additional photography into the schedule and the budget. There's, yeah. Um, you know, before the internet, there were reshoots and there were there yeah. was shooting. Yeah, and some movies got scrapped. 
Sometimes yeah. actors were fired and they reshot those scenes. Right. I read that John Boyega has signed on for Pacific Rim 2, which now means that movie is 50% more awesome right out of the bat, right out of the, the gate. Um, I know. You don't like it. I, I do. No, I just um, I just I just think that it's It doesn't it, matter. I know. It really doesn't matter. I know. Um because you're not going for the logic but of I, it. I know. It's, <clears throat> so it's the you know what it is. That movie is the client to me. Remember I that, don't, that I don't it was know what a that means. there was a John Grisham book yeah, that I turned know. into a movie, yeah. but that movie should not have happened because the story was this kid didn't want to go to the police after he saw a murder because he's seen in movies that you go to the police and you get killed. And that's why he ends up avoiding the police and going and finding this. It was a stupid non-fucking story. Yeah, that's dumb. So that's why. And I look at Pacific Rim and I'm like, this was your idea to keep out the monsters? Big fucking robots? Like, and that... And, yeah. and that's the thing. And, and that's the thing. Yeah, I, I have they to, said, Japan, do you have any ideas? Yeah. Yes. Yes, we do. Yes. So, <laughs> and that's the, that's but, the idea but, that I have to stifle and but big put on, under big, the seat. Big robots fighting big monsters goes way back. No, I know in, that. In, I know that. I just, know. it, it just, it's just a spectacle. I really. know. Oh, I know. I, I, I totally know. It and I know all Pacific the reasons. Rim is a bag of potato chips. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Completely. <laughs> Exactly. So. Uh, yeah. Going to see Ghostbusters on Sunday. Yeah, I know. I was actually thinking of doing that. I'm not telling the girls. We're going to go. Nice. They, lo- they love that. They love the original. That'll are you going to tell them, like, how are you going to, like, how far do you think you can go before you tell them what it is? Like, will it know. get they, on they the can, screen? They can read now really well okay they're in second grade but you're, you know? going, you're going to revere they don't have the name of the movie at like on the door oh no it's on the boards up top so but there'll be posters for it there could even be dudes in costume because that's a thing yeah you um, just have to keep them super distracted as you're going in there if i was actually going to get him shirts to wear but i don't think i will um I don't know. I don't know. I, and I, I guess there's a rumor there'll be a clip from the new movie, like a 15-minute scene, which would be nice because I want to get movie. a feel for it. So, yeah. Sunday the 12th at 2 o'clock. Cool. It'll be the... If you group the times I've seen the movie in yeah. the theaters, it was 84, probably 85 because I think it was re-released. Uh, like four years ago at the Brattle, mm-hmm. and then it'll be this year. This will be the biggest, most comfortable screen I've seen. Yeah, it on. they're gonna um, they're gonna do Purple Rain again. Are they for a week? Yeah, so nice. I'll probably go see that again. I'm bumming that I missed Ferris Bueller's. Oh, Day I didn't even know about yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. Oh, so we watched more horror movies. Uh oh. Yeah. Um. What did we watch? We watched Evil Dead 2, which isn't so bad. On Ripley's scale of 1 to 10 for scariness, it got a 4. Right. So I was all right. Pet Cemetery. I talked about that, right? Yeah. She gave that a 4, but she likes them, but scariness, it was a 4. 
Nova watched Grave Encounters with us. That was their first found footage movie. Um, for anybody that hasn't seen it, it's um, it's like a ghost hunters type show that goes to an asylum. You should do Blair Witch with them, but like, no, but I gotta watch as, it again as not like as like as a documentary. Yeah, they're, Tell them they're it's a, a little more savvy. Well, that'll be well. No, that'll be really interesting to see if you know. You, I mean, and you can just sort of build it up. Just, yeah, just like you know, we've seen a lot of horror movies and stuff, but you know, I don't want to fuck with their minds though. I just want to get them prepared so they can watch movies like you know, non-scared adults. So, Grave Encounters creeped me out when I watched it because I just I said, all right, I'm just gonna go with the premise. And I had all the lights out. I was sitting in here. And it creeped me out. Because Denver State, blah, 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 right? Yeah. There's um, no such thing as ghosts. I know. But I like to pretend so yeah. I can get the, the visceral thrill out of the movies that I don't get that much anymore. That's how I am with porn. They both, they both stayed awake for the whole thing, which was nice. Nova gave it a 10 for scariness. Wow. No nightmares. All right. Ripley gave it a 6. Ooh. Yeah, now she wants to see part two. Part two is a little more intense. Uh, Nova and I started on The Mist, uh, but she fell asleep. <laughs> I it was like it midnight. So. But um, as summer, as, as once school gets out, I have the schedule set up. So I have um, from their first day off for summer, I, got, I took like five or six days off because yeah. I haven't really taken a week off. Um, and we're going to do start earlier and we're going to do like one a night yeah, for like cool. a week. Um, we started Terminator, but we haven't gone back to it. Um, we're going to do Return of the Living Dead on July 3rd, the day the movie takes place. And then I'm not sure. Um, I may throw Nightmare on Elm Street at him. Ooh, that is one movie that scared the shit out of me. Me too. Me too. I may. I it may actually be the only horror movie that's ever terrified me. We we may do a Friday the Thirteenth, but there's a lot of sex in that. But that doesn't yeah. bother me so much, um, because <laughs> what were we watching? One of them. One of them. I forget. I forget what we were watching. God damn it. We were watching a. We were watching something. Oh, the beginning of the early parts of Terminator. Um, Sarah's at work, mm-hmm. and her roommate is in bed with her boyfriend. And the phone rings, and she answers the phone. And Ripley said, "That is rude to answer the phone while you're having sex." I'm like, you're right. Wow. It is. Yeah. Ripley also said the other day she had this worried look on her face. Now she's eight. For anybody that's new to the show. Because um, we're just totally open and honest with everything. Uh, how our baby's made. Sex. Boom, 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 boom. Follow, you know, period. How your breasts grow. Hormones. All that stuff. The boom, 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 boom part. That's the sex while that's falling the down sex stairs, part, yeah. right? Yep. Um, so Ripley had this worried look on her face. And Ellen said, what's the matter? She's like, nothing. No, really. What's the matter? She's like, well... I'm thinking about who I'm going to choose to have sex with. And the phrasing of that is what made me proud of her. (laughs) I'm going to choose. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. 
fucking good luck, everybody else. Good luck to him. Jesus. I pity the guy that pressures her into prom sex. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had a question about Negasonic. Yeah, I don't know anything about the character. No, no, no. I just want to know what happens when she turns 20. Uh, Like... 20th, 20th century fox no 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 because right? it's same thing 20 but her yeah she could be yeah um <laughs> because her name is like negasonic teen something teenager right, right? yeah yeah but just be they just go negasonic warhead it's a long name it really is yeah i loved colossus in that he was so funny God, that movie's so that's not nice <laughs> that is not nice uh so i'm going to take you to see professor x <laughs> which McAvoy or uh, that's, that's so funny that's my favorite version timelines are so confusing yeah well anyway I think we're we're good we're yeah seriously we're now, long you're showing a long time so, yeah so, alright um, we'll say bye bye okay bye John Oliver, and uh, before we start the show tonight, I would like to quickly address the tragic events in Orlando. As I'm sure you know by now, at least 50 people were killed by a gunman at a gay nightclub in what is being described as a terrorist attack. And look, it's still early, and details are still emerging, and right now, this just hurts. And the worst thing is, this pain is so familiar. In Paris, Last November, terrorists seemed to target places symbolizing everything that is wonderful about France, culture, music, restaurants. And in Orlando, early this morning, the gunman attacked a Latin night at a gay club in the theme park capital of the world. And for the record, I will happily embrace a Latin night at a gay club at the theme park capital of the world as the ultimate symbol of what is truly wonderful about America. And... It's hard to even know what to do in the wake of an event like this. We do have a comedy show for you. We'll begin it in a minute with what will seem like jarringly inappropriate jangly music. 
and I'm sure there will be much more to say about Orlando going forward. But for right now, on a day when some dipshit terrorist wants us to focus on one man's act of brutality and hatred, it might be worth seeing this video, which was posted to Twitter today. It shows hundreds and hundreds of people this morning lining up around the block in Florida, waiting to donate blood. And it kind of reminds you that that terrorist dipshit is vastly outnumbered. And now, please enjoy our stupid show. Okay, like that's enough. No more talking. 